Hello, and welcome to K-Botak, a short podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas, with me, John. This episode, we're going to be talking about The Wailing. Halloween's coming up, and you're probably looking for some good horror films to watch. Well, we've got a great one. There's some amazing horror films out of South Korea, and The Wailing is just about the finest one that you could find. Um, It came out in 2016, uh, which, I mean, what a year for Korean films. Trenta Pisan was also a huge crossover, um, and then maybe less known in the West, films like Age of Shadows, um, a lot of great stuff that that year, but this uh, was uh, a huge uh, critical hit, got its start at Cannes. Um, It is what you might call a, a horror mystery, Um, and uh, basically follows the story of uh, of what I think is probably the the least lucky cop in rural Korea. Uh, There is a mysterious skin disease uh, or maybe a curse. Um, There are possessions. Um, There's something going on uh, with the people in this sort of... uh, rusty rural community Um, and what draws you into this film and uh, what just glues you to it is that this is more of a detective story and a mystery um, and uh, a sort of a a drama first Uh, and then it also has uh, this great kind of horror uh, stuff to it as as well. It is it is full of horror. There's plenty of gore. There's plenty of creepiness. Um, you're getting, like I say, possessions. You're getting zombies, possibly ghosts. Um, you get shamans. You get priests. Uh, it's all in there. And the remarkable thing about the wailing is that it makes it all work. It ties it into this one. Uh, amazing narrative that just unravels and unravels over the film's what nearly two and a half hours long meaty film um, but always uh, justifies its length is always pulling you along Um, and actually not as scary as I thought it would be I know I'm recommending this for Halloween um, uh, I think because it's got all of that classic horror stuff in it and because it's just an amazing film. I personally had built this up in my mind that it was going to terrify me. Um, I didn't think it was the, the scariest thing I've seen by a long shot, um, although I think for um, uh, for every movie I, I recommend on here now is probably a good time to mention. Uh, it's, it's implied that uh, you should go on doesthedogdie.com and um, see if there is anything in a film or a series that is going to ruin your experience for you, uh, make you unhappy. Um, I certainly do that. Uh, I especially do that with uh, horror um, and slashers and thrillers and stuff like that. Um, Because there's some stuff that sometimes you you just don't have the minerals for you. You don't um, want to see it or it could be something that's that's triggering and, and you don't want that. So Please do that with this movie because there is a lot going on. Um, but um, no, it, it didn't have me. Um, uh, it didn't have me uh, shaking with with fear. It, it just had me um, kind of desperate to know what was going to happen in the story and uh, to know what was going to happen to this just singularly uh, unfortunate 
um, rural copper um, who's trying to uh, understand this uh this this kind of weird mystery that takes in um uh, so much of uh, eastern mysticism um you've got buddhism in there uh, like i say there's a, a priest hanging around who can speak japanese who's who's trying to um talk to this uh, uh this old japanese guy who's played by jun kunimura um and uh it touches on uh, themes of uh, fear of the outsider um, and mistrust of uh, you know especially in rural communities um, someone who is different uh, among you um, as uh, so I uh, instantly um, rambled on um, about um, uh, about what you know what what the film is about um, that gives you a kind of a, a grab bag of uh, stuff that happens, um, but there's there's no spoilers in that. Um, just uh, just go for it and watch this movie. Uh, it's uh, it's packed to the brim. Um, but as for characters and actors uh, who are in this, um, this uh, was a, a cast that I was less familiar with, other than um, the the lovely Wang Jungmin. Uh, who plays the shaman uh, that turns up in this movie? Um, he's great as always. I saw him described recently as avuncular, which, firstly, I want to remember to use that word more often because it's so satisfying to say and think about. Um, secondly, it describes him perfectly. Uh, he's uh, such a uh, such a great um, actor for these kind of big maximalist performances. Um, the way that he carries himself, his uh, physical presence, um, his expressions and, and the way he talks. Um, if you've seen him in New World, um, the way that he uh, it communicates uh, his relationships to people around him and, and the same in this. Um, you just want to be watching him all the time and, and what he's doing. So Huang Jungmin, just a, you know, an absolute top tier actor. Um, the main character who plays the policeman uh, uh, Jonggu is played by an actor called Kwak Do-won who I have not seen in other things I want to because I loved him in this um, like I say he's he's really hapless um, he's he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time and uh, it it's just ruining his life uh, and he has to deal with people who are you know, on, on one hand, people who are going crazy and, and killing each other, and then on the other, he's got people who are just like annoying him and winding him up because he's the local cop, um, the the local Bobby, um, and uh, it, yeah, I thought he he just carried that all off uh, so well. He's a really sort of Agatha Christie um, type uh, type character, uh, I think, at least the way that Quack Doan plays this this guy. Um, and his uh, again his expressions and the way that you can uh, see him internalizing what's happening around him uh, you really feel for him um, but it's often hilarious as well so uh, yeah just um, a, an excellent choice um, for a, a main character um, but uh, yeah there's a there's a long cast list um, I'm not uh, not familiar um, with many people like I say, other than Jun Kunimura and Hong Junmin, but um, uh, I thought that the, the the authenticity with which pretty much the whole cast uh, carried themselves 
um, spoke to uh, it firstly them being brilliantly chosen um, secondly uh, the way it was directed uh, it's directed by Na Hong Jin who has made a, a couple of critically acclaimed films um, he has been involved in making uh, The Medium which is one of the big horror films out uh, out this year uh, looking forward to seeing that but I was much too uh, much too frightened to go and see it in the cinema during Hunger Ghost Month decided I was not going to do that um, but uh, definitely a a director to watch, and um, he's he's marshaled a group of uh, really great actors here. Um, so uh, the the visuals. Um, this is like I've mentioned a few times. It's set in rural Korea. Uh, there's uh, not a lot else to say except the rural setting is really well used from um, this slightly, uh, you know, kind of uh, not not downtrodden. Um, but just you know, a little bit, um, a little bit working class kind of rural setting um, reminded me of places that I've that I've grown up um, in the past. Just where there's not a lot for miles, everyone knows each other, um, and that sets up obviously any kind of a mystery that sets it up really well. That's why so many of those old Agatha Christie novels and things like that are, are set in. Um, uh, these villages and um, and small towns um, <clears throat> works great here. Um, you've also got some uh, some brilliant set pieces um, that uh, again I won't spoil. You've got good uh, effects, gore effects, um, uh, the, uh, the the zombie effects. Um, there are uh, some hilarious moments. Uh, in this, mostly involving uh, Jonggu, the, the copper. Uh, there are some that are unnerving. Um, like I said, I was watching this for the, the mystery and the atmosphere, which is uh, you could cut with a knife, it's tangible. Um, the, the pacing is just pitch perfect. It's got a really unexpected structure. Um, it's not just a, a very typical you know, three-act uh, thing. Um, a lot of horror can be quite uh, quite conservative um, in how it sets out its stall and, and goes through the motions. Not so this. It's really slow burn while constantly dangling these these different threads in front of you. Um, yeah, um, and uh, so themes. Um, I mean, like I've implied, it has everything um, from zombies and possessions and fear of the outsider, shamans, uh, priests. Um, as you're going through this movie you're always uncertain you, you, you never quite know um, what's going on and uh, I'm, I'm addicted to horror films uh, like that and this is one of the best out there so uh, I don't want to uh, spoil it at all um, it is if you can't tell uh, an absolutely emphatic recommendation from me um, it was critically acclaimed everywhere uh, and I think if you watch one horror film over uh, this uh, uh, this Halloween period, make it The Wayland. Um, it's an absolute banger, and uh, you can't go wrong with it. Um, so thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope that you've been enjoying the podcasts. Um, there'll be uh, a little bit more horror-themed content um, as uh, we've had Kingdom Season 1. Uh, we'll get to Kingdom Season 2. 
there's other stuff um, on the horizon. There's uh, Hellbound coming out soon on Netflix. We'll be doing something a bit special for that. Um, so, uh, yeah, lots to look forward to if you like spooks and gore and the like. Um, thanks again for listening. Cheers.